Hi folks, this is Moggs, welcoming you to another episode of Moggs Musings. Today we're going to visit a holiday that many celebrate this time of year that is perhaps not as well known to the Christian community as uh, Christmas is, certainly, but one that still has very profound religious implications in others' lives. And today we're going to look at the holiday of Hanukkah. And this is entitled Hanukkah 2023. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellences of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We read those words in the Christian Bible in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. I am not a Jew, and I have never celebrated Hanukkah. But even though I'm not Jewish, this year's approaching Hanukkah celebration is already having a profound meaning to me. This year I cannot help but be powerfully gripped and deeply saddened by the recent barbaric attacks upon our Jewish brothers and sisters by Hamas. This unprovoked massacre of at least 1,200 innocent men, women, and children, babies beheaded, and families burned to death within their homes while fearfully and lovingly holding one another, reminds me of the stark depravity of what once was called human but now can only be described as animalistic hatred and violence. October 7th, 2023, should shame any sense of civilization, for humankind has once again devolved into its worst forms. Hanukkah 2023 is to be celebrated in December 7th through the 15th, which corresponds to the 25th of the Hebrew month of Kislev. Usually this falls in November or December. To be sure, this year it will possess a particular poignancy and a more somber tone because of the recent assault of terror upon its people. Perhaps it is because it represents the perennial existential battle between good and evil, the weak against the powerful, the civilized against the barbarian. Perhaps it is because of our painfully emotional reaction to such startling, heinous brutality raged upon innocent and defenseless life. Perhaps it is because of the offensive ideology that insists others do not have the right to a land and a faith of their own. I suppose each rational person will have their own reasons for recoiling from such actions. I certainly have discovered my own. Hanukkah causes me to remember and to consecrate the plight of the Jews forever persecuted and oppressed. It is said that history teaches us many lessons, 
but I fear our memories are far too short, or perhaps in today's world, too distorted to see the truth. On November 9, 1938, what has been termed Kristallnacht, or the Night of the Broken Glass, German Nazi soldiers destroyed and burned 1,400 Jewish synagogues. Additional homes and businesses killed approximately 90 persons and reportedly sent nearly 30,000 people to concentration camps. This was just the beginning of what we now know today as the Holocaust, which resulted in the genocide of nearly 6 million innocent Jewish men, women, and children by Nazi Germany. One must honestly ask, is Hamas so different? Evil is evil, is it not? Hanukkah should be important to both Jew and Christian alike, for it commemorates an event in history in which the powerful and oppressive were overcome by the gracious deliverance of Yahweh. The events celebrated by Hanukkah took place in Judea, known as the Land of Israel in the 2nd century B.C. Alexander the Great had died, and his Macedonian Empire had been divided into several different empires, each with its own ruler. One of these was the Seleucid Empire, which was a Syrian Greek empire along the western coast of Asia. In 165 B.C., the Seleucid king at the time, Antiochus IV, Epiphanes, invaded Judea and tried to Hellenize the Jews by massacring thousands of innocent people and then subsequently desecrating the second temple in Jerusalem by erecting a monument of Zeus and sacrificing pigs within its walls. In religious fervor, in response, Judah Maccabee and his brothers led a three-year revolt, later called the Maccabean War, that eventually was able to defeat Antiochus and throw off the yoke of Seleucid oppression. However, in the process of rededicating the second temple in Jerusalem, only one day's worth of undefiled oil was discovered to burn in the temple menorah. Yet miraculously, the menorah burned for eight days, a sign of Yahweh's divine provision for them. For that reason, Hanukkah is also referred to as the Feast of Dedication or the Feast of Lights. The word Hanukkah in Hebrew means dedication because it commemorates the recovery of Jerusalem and the rededication of the second temple. The most important tradition of Hanukkah is the lighting of the menorah, which today is a candelabra with eight branches, four on each side of a ninth which is used to light the other candles. One candle is lit each day for eight days. The candles are to be inserted into the menorah from right to left, but are lit from left to right. Prayers are recited each evening as the candles are lit. Like any faith, Jews have their traditions of enrichment. They play a game called dreidel with a four-sided spinning top or cook with oil like cooking potato pancakes or jam-filled donuts as a symbol 
of the oil type of miracle of the second temple menorah. Worship during Hanukkah is said to include the daily reading of scripture and the recitation of some of the psalms, along with the singing of special hymns. Alms are given to the poor. The liturgy includes the Hallel, public reading from the Torah, and the prayer of miracles. Celebrated are the concepts of Jewish perseverance and fidelity. Contemporary Israel covers only approximately 8,500 square miles, about the size of New Jersey, and only has a population of about 9 million, of which 64% are Jewish and 21% are Arab. It is the only Jewish nation in the world. Yet it remains a small but resolute light of goodness and civilization amidst the dark chaos of surrounding evil and destruction. Yahweh will deliver Israel once again. Of that I have no doubt, as she confronts those perpetrating hatred and violence amongst our world. I have found much to consider this Jewish holiday of Hanukkah. First of all is the reminder of the depths of depravity into which humankind can descend and the reality of stark and ever-present evil as it unleashes its terror and violence upon an innocent world. Evil is real and among us. And yet, too, I am reminded of divine intervention and preservation of an eternal goodness. Yahweh is real as well, for he is the Alpha and the Omega, the All-Sufficient One, the Almighty One of both creation and deliverance. In Him we place our confidence and our hope. For the Jew, everlasting faith is placed in the One to come in a future day of the Lord. For the Christian, everlasting faith is placed in the One we call Jesus Christ, God incarnate, who came into this realm of reality to offer and provide deliverance in the here and now. I'd like to conclude this recording, this podcast, with some excerpts from Holy Scripture. This is the message we have heard from Him and proclaim to you, that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. At the same time, it is a new commandment that I am writing to you, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and their true light is already shining. Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, 
but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and the people loved the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. That's it for today, folks. As we approach the Christmas season, let's continue to try to remember those who still suffer and mourn. If you want any the transcription of the recording, you can find it on my website as well as the scriptural references that I read on Substack, Mog's Reflections. Take care, everyone. God bless. Shalom.